All right, welcome back to Let's Talk Texas, the official podcast of the Texas House Republican Caucus. I'm your host, J2, a.k.a. Jordan, a.k.a. JJ, for this podcast. My special guest today is State Representative Angie Chen Button from the Garland area. Those who are in North Texas probably know Representative Button well. Those who follow the Texas legislature certainly have uh, fond memories of her stepping up with her enthusiasm, her positivity at the front mic please look forward to her this session every time she is at that mic she is such a joy uh, to hear from she has such positivity about being a public servant Uh, I'm a big fan I make it known and uh, I think you'll be a big fan after this Uh, I'm gonna get out of the way let's talk Texas huge fan of yours oh you you are by far my favorite representative because every time you are on the house floor you are at that front mic you you just have so much joy for the work you're doing here like it it definitely comes through where do you where does that come from where where does the energy of representative angie chen button come from uh, basically, I am just uh, so appreciative to us, everything I have today. And I know that uh, nothing is perfect, but which give us a room for improvement. And also, I'm counting the luck I have, okay? And I know that there's a lot of things that today we can continue to, to work on that. But basically, this is a great country. Mm-hmm. Freedom, democracy, opportunity to pursue happiness, mm-hmm. everything. And you get to just think about in this war, you look around at her. <laughs> Not too many places you'll be able to do that. So we just got to be so thankful towards this wonderful country. Yeah, uh, America's worth fighting for. Texas is worth oh, fighting for. Oh, yes, definitely. I just love America so much. And I, I, I am saying this that uh, it might sound a little bit, you know, but uh, this is okay. Were you born in the United in, in uh, Texas? Texas. I'm you a first generation Texan. Wonderful, <laughs> JJ. You are lucky. Okay, so the United States, Texas, is your motherland. Mm-hmm. I can all the way from Taiwan. I was a poor and lonely foreign student. Mm-hmm. Listen, this is my promised land. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you see, both of the, those, uh, you know, motherland, promised land, they are all great reason to celebrate. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, uh, some people say, well, actually, I have a little nickname. They call me Miss Sunshine. Yep. Yeah. They say, oh, you, why are you always so cheerful? I tell you what, uh, being cheerful only help you to achieve your goals. Absolutely. Of course, he, my husband would say, "Well, she's not really that cheerful all the time, you know." Yeah, <laughs> but but uh, you you know what I mean. You once again, there, there are so many things that we can improve. Mm-hmm. But bear in mind, the freedom, 
to pursue happiness, that's just incredible. And people don't always realize that. But coming from, you know, the other side of the world, Taiwan is a democratic country, mm-hmm. okay? But we also went through a lot of things and just look around in what's going on, you know, a lot of, uh, gee, I tell you what, there is not a single day I don't wake up say, God, thank you. And I, I say the same thing before I went to sleep. God, thank you. I love you. I love this country. Look, uh, success through optimism. I think that, that if more people took that focus, especially nowadays, you know, a lot of folks out there want to be negative. Maybe uh, switching that positive switch will uh, get this country headed back in the right direction. So, uh, uh Obviously, you have a very unique story uh, compared to most of the representatives here in the House. Uh, I guess briefly take us through, you know, your journey growing up here in America and what inspired you to get involved in the Texas legislature of all things. Well, uh, first, you know, I was born and raised in Taiwan and I came to this country at the age of 24 uh, to get my graduate degree, and I studied at uh, UTD, and I met my wonderful husband, and he was my classmate. Of course, he claimed he, he told me everything, and even today, he still correct my English, okay? But that's fine. That's, that's great. So after I graduated, I went to work for Texas Instruments, a very, very great company, and uh, I enjoy my job very much. I'm a and I always like to give back, so I started to do a lot of volunteer work. And uh, one day when I was in my in the TI office, my uh, personal cell phone rang. That was uh, uh, Senator Florence Shapiro. Oh. Yeah. Okay. She, she says, uh, hey, well, she, she knew me because we work on some education issues. And she said, Angie, I want you to know I heard about that uh, uh, the incumbent in your area uh, for about like more than 20 years is about to retire. I want you to come out to vote, uh, come out to run, okay? Mm-hmm. Then I just left. I said, Senator, thank you. Uh, but you think uh, the people in our region in, are ready to elect a, a, a funny uh, Asian-American girl, you know, and, uh, you know, I speak funny English. I have to admit that. And she said, no problem. You are going to win. I know that. Okay. So there's another dear mentor of me. Is uh, That's why later on we're going to talk about the helping the Republican women, young women. Another wonderful mentor of me is the, the former uh, Dallas County Commissioner, uh, the Marine Dickey. And she and the Senator Florence and another former state representative from um, Houston area, Dr. Martha Wong, she's the first Asian American woman got elected to the Texas House. And they were talking about trying to get me out to run, you know. And I said, well, I, I like my TI job, you know, and uh, I, I kind of, uh, I think I can. Uh, kind of help out uh, behind the scene, and they say, oh, nothing wrong with getting to the front scene, okay? That's why later on I'm going to talk about about young women. Please do not think you can do a lot behind the scene. Yes, you can do a lot behind the scene, 
But if you can come out to do more uh, upfront, that impact will be even bigger. See, this is what I love about these conversations is at, through no fault of my own, I'm young, you know, and so yes. I, I only have and so much. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, my, yeah, we'll move past that. Uh, my mother will be proud to hear that her genes carried on. Uh, but I love these conversations because I, I'm young and I only have so much institutional knowledge. And while, you know, growing up in Houston, I know some of the big players uh, from the late 80s, early 90s, uh, but I don't know the Dallas area. And I like to learn more about the Texas area. It is so uh, great to hear about the the women and everyone knows a Texas woman is a force to be reckoned with. Uh, and so I imagine you just amplify that with your sunshine. Um, but talk about that. You know, what uh, obviously these women had a profound impact on your life yes. and getting you to run. Right. What did you learn from them serving as mentors to you and that impacted you in turn being a mentor to the next generation of young Texas Republican women? Excellent question. Actually, I want to be, well, let me be really, really candy with everyone women we tend to criticize ourselves so much then sometimes we lose our confidence in ourselves we always say that well we can do better if i do this if i do that but men are not not don't think that way they think hey what for example they joke about that in in a class okay if the teacher asks some questions, uh, uh, boys are usually the one raise their hands uh, and uh, says, oh, me, me, let me. But girls always think about, well, you know, yeah, maybe my answer won't be that great. Wrong. Always remember, I read it somewhere, okay, from somewhere. It says, if you're not on the table, you are on the menu, which is kind of, uh, I don't quite agree. But that also implied that, Take, be, be courageous, take your chance, you know, be bold. Yeah, everybody can improve, but, but don't talk yourself out of things. You, we, in our life, usually when we get to the time ready to go to see our law in heaven, please do not be, you know, please do not think about the things that feel regret, the things you have not done regret the things uh, no no don't be re don't let me I'm working on English <laughs> don't be regret the things you have done wrong but regret the things you have not had the courage to come out to work and uh, what would be the worst case you don't make it but at least you can tell yourself I try to do my best yeah, and, and make a difference. And you learn so much in the process, right? Right, uh, and, right, right. But you know, risk is a is a tough thing uh, for a lot of people uh, to to take on, and especially in the political realm. I guess uh, for you, where did that strength come from? You know, uh, the strength to to face that adversary, that adversity, to face the challenges that you are creating yourself mentally, because it seems like that was the initial. Uh, hesitation to, to get into politics at all as you created some mental roadblocks for yourself well think about that why a poor and lonely foreign student came all the way here 
I really didn't have no. You know when I was at graduate school and UTD, I spent a dollar a day, a dollar a day. Yeah. Uh, so like right now, I don't eat those cup noodles mm -hmm. because I ate too many cup noodles. But that's my parents yeah. and hamburger helper. Yeah. Well. <laughs> When you came from a very, very tough em environment, which will actually strengthen your ability to overcome the barriers, you sometimes I think, well, you know, I made it. Uh, I made it. Uh, I overcame so many barriers. So what's the big deal about this one? You have to think about this way. You have to kind of put yourself into this positive thinking. Mm -hmm. And that w that helped me big time to overcome the barriers in my life. I'm learning so much, for, even for myself, and I'm not a young Texas woman aspiring to politics. Uh, I, I would love to talk so much about your history, and I think we definitely should uh, bring you back mm -hmm. again for a little bit longer discussion, uh, especially uh, in how you've seen Texas change for, for immigrants, uh, for young women, all that stuff. But we are in the middle of a legislative session, yes. and we are starting to hit the fever pitch. Uh, mm -hmm. Bill dead, uh, The bill deadline... The last, deadline for uh, last Friday. Yes, thank yeah, you. Sixty days. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and so now we're moving. Committees are, are meeting. Some have already uh, voted out uh, bills uh, to head to calendars, go to the House floor, all that stuff. Uh, before we get uh, too deep into it, first, uh, what committees are you serving on this session? Oh uh, yes, uh, I am very lucky to chair the International Relations and Economic Development Committee. And I'm also a senior member of the Ways and Means Committee. Mm -hmm. I just love both the committees. And uh, my top priority in during this session, uh, let me just kind of break down in three bullets. Okay. okay? First is uh, economic recovery. Okay. Definitely important uh, uh, as we are stepping uh, out of this, you know, that this great, this uh, terrible you know, zone, okay? Mm -hmm. And hopefully that we will resume our booming economy before all those uh, terrible things happen, mm -hmm. okay? But then we got to be prepared. Uh, is that okay? I mentioned some of my bills. Yeah, so, please. Okay? Yeah. yeah, and if um, you've got bill numbers, make yes, sure you include yes, those. Uh, we yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, first, uh, the HB7, uh, which I've been working diligently, that basically is, is a lot of people got... Uh, laid off uh, last year and some this year they come back a little bit but then you know the taxes the workforce commission the our um, unemployment uh, the insurance the benefit mm -hmm. is is really a, a trust fund it's not paid out of the the general revenue like the the HBO one yeah okay so it's, it's the employers uh, based on the history and based on the general uh, economic environment. Mm -hmm. And then so um, since last year, it just is so much uh, suffering. Mm -hmm. And uh, so my bill says that if, a gov if the governor, uh, you know, declared uh, over 50% of the counties uh, under, uh, as uh, in the dis disaster uh, zone, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, we can uh, waive this 
requirement to calculate. This is really a long and very, very complicated formula. But basically, let me make it uh, simple, is that it will allow the, uh, the Texas Workforce Commission to have some flexibility. And you can, it's like, a, uh, OK, that it's not doing anybody a favor that waived in to, uh, to pay, you know, which I don't, well, we were shocked by this $1.9 zillion in aid, uh, you know, but yeah. uh, being a conservative Republican, so, a lot of things, a lot of things, I think are poor. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I don't agree with that, but that's why we come out this HB seven. Is yes, we asked you going to make up that uh, the trust fund, but let's make sure that we allow the employers have uh, some flexibility to pay uh, that fund to re. re uh, to build up the fund mm -hmm. with a longer time. It's, it's more like my husband was joking, it's like a, a 15 years mortgage loan. Mm -hmm. Now you can, if it's necessary, you can extend to the 30 years. It depends on the, the work uh, workforce commission's mm -hmm. decision. So absolutely, there's no favoritism, and but it will give uh, uh, the business, uh, uh, the owners, the employers, uh, more flexibility to help out uh, so they can, you know, recover and uh, hire people, uh, retain their, their, their ex-employees back or something like that. So, yeah. uh, like that. Okay, first, uh, second thing is that... So, real quick, that's House Bill 7? Yes, House Bill 7. Yeah, okay. sounds like a real strong pro-business, uh, helping yes. make sure that yes. uh, we are preparing the state for the future by ensuring that that fund that the Workforce Commission yes. operates out of has time to grow mm. while not uh, stymieing the uh, recovery of those small businesses that Absolutely. were impacted. Absolutely, and does not require the, the state to, you know, to put, to, to take uh, the general revenue out of the budget to, mm. to do that. Because yeah. it, it is supposed to be a self-sufficient uh, trust fund. Mm -hmm. And let's keep that way, but temporarily give them a little bit of help so they can, you know, build it up. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And there are several other related, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just keep the, to my second uh, top priorities that uh, that broadband, the high-speed internet. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Uh, for example, I have a HP uh, 1511, mm -hmm. and uh, there are several very important uh, the broadband uh, internet uh, uh, bills out there. Yep. I would be happy any of them, uh, you know, any of them Republicans bill or, or good conservative bills get passed through because, uh, as you can tell from the education, from the workforce, work from home, and, uh, you know, from a lot of things, uh, you know, uh, we, we need that kind of, uh, yeah, in order to move into the next, uh, uh, you know, uh, booming zone. Okay, yeah. So we need that. And then uh, the third uh, uh, bullet, I think, has continued to be very important is uh, the pandemic uh, uh, recovery and pandemic uh, pre uh, prevention. Let me yes. put it this way. So uh, I am helping to make sure that our state will have more real high quality, the public uh, health uh, health. School of Public Health within the medical school. So 
those are the people who will come out and have a you know long way strategic planning to mm-hmm. help our state and make sure our state is in, in good shape so that there's a, a top three that priorities for me. Well, and that's a smart to use the existing medical schools because mm-hmm. a lot of them already have, uh, you know, campuses set up throughout the state or that's at least right. in, in key, right. key areas around the state. So mm-hmm. uh, dispersing that personnel uh, from from those launch points seems like a, a great starting point. Right. So we got HB7 to help uh, with the, the recovery aspect, mm-hmm. uh, you know, pro business, uh, but also making sure that uh, we, we keep that unemployment fund solvent. Uh, mm-hmm. HB1511 mm-hmm. uh, is, the, is the other one on broadband expansion, mm-hmm. which I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, uh, Chairwoman Click, when we had her in for oh, uh, the podcast. She's a wonderful friend of fire. We talk. Well, I'll prefer time to talk is a Sunday evening. She'll call me up. Hey, Angie, how's your week? You know, she's just a wonderful, wonderful person, a big sister to, uh, to me. See, I, and I love uh, hearing about these uh, these relationships and members just talking to each other about life, you know, outside of the Capitol. She was here in the podcast. Uh, the, uh, her piece on broadband expansion was really about the telehealth side of things yes. and really expanding. Oh, that is important. Yes, that's what actually I mean to say that, uh, you know, for broad, uh, that, ex- that broadband expansion, mm-hmm. the, the workforce, uh, the education, and the medical. Yeah. yeah. Very, very important. Yeah. Personally, I think I had a three tele medicine because the the, the regular exams mm-hmm. or whatever you know you just cannot do that last year now it's much better but that was very very important yeah yeah and especially as we look at uh solving those those issues out in rural texas making oh, sure yes. those folks uh get taken care of um I, I guess you've been in this in the legislature for for a little bit of time now yes i i my fir- first turn is uh, back to 2009. Okay, so you you were part of that uh, that early uh, stage of Republicans. I describe it as this uh, new uh, era is a bad word. It's the only one I can think of at the moment. But the new era of Republicans, conservatives in Texas who were stepping up as they were watching what was happening at the federal level. And exactly. uh, so. Uh, I also believe I grew up uh, not far from your district. I grew up in Mesquite, and you're oh, like yeah, Garland right. area, right? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, lots of friends uh, mm-hmm. in the Garland mm-hmm. at Garland area. So, um, Mesquite I mean, Mesquite is a wonderful place. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it, I have a lot of friends there too. You know, it's grown a lot since uh, I left over 15 years ago, but. Uh, I, I've been back a few times, and they're they're still holding on a little bit of that sleepy country town, a rodeo town. Uh, as but as actually, a, you like that, don't the, you? Oh yeah, yeah that's I mean, what makes it so unique. Yeah, man. yeah. Well, the thing I always joke with people is like somehow Fort Worth has still remained that sleepy How rodeo fun. town. You know, yeah, it's you know, but uh, it's also such a, a fun, vibrant place. But. Uh, We'll let their chamber uh, promote them. Uh, for your district, though, uh, I mean, what are some of the things that you're hearing from uh, constituents? You know, North Texas uh, doesn't face as much of the, you know, coastal mitigation uh, stuff. So what are some of the priorities for your folks back home? Oh, well, uh, definitely the, the property tax, mm-hmm. okay, continue and the appraisal process that a lot of people care for. And... Uh, and also still got the concerns about the uh, pandemic. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, actually a lot of discussions uh, 
and in in sometimes well sometimes I can say even fights for try to get uh, uh, adequate uh, vaccines. Uh, you heard about uh, the county, the city, everything. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, uh, Garland has uh, our own. Uh, that uh, you know, vaccine hub, mm-hmm. and then the starting this week, uh, the UTD, mm-hmm. my your alma you know, mater, my, yeah. yeah, my my school, uh, uh, they they are they also come out to, uh, you know, kind of administrated by the UT Southwestern as a, a hub center, you know. So those are very, very continue to be very very important, and yep. then. Uh, also, of course, uh, uh, everybody affected by this uh, ice storm, snow storm. So a lot of people are concerning about uh, what's going to happen, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, uh, Garland, we have our separate power, uh, uh, you know, company called uh, you know, that uh, Garland Power and Light. But uh, a, a big part of my industry is also. Is under the encore, so it's it's a very interesting. That is, so we're watching out. Uh, I'm not a member of the joint committee. Mm-hmm. I always joke about uh, this with uh, uh, Chairman uh, uh, Chris Patty and uh, Chairman uh, Goldman. Uh, they really got their uh, hands full. Mm-hmm. That's, but it is such an important issue. We need to address. We need to address. Uh, with a very, very thoughtful process, make sure the solution is a long-term solution, and it's both preventive and also uh, kind of like uh, fixing the problem, okay? We cannot yeah. just, uh, uh, you know, jump into the, the, the con- and create, we, we cannot uh, jump into the solution without really going through the process because you don't want to have those unintended consequences. Mm-hmm. And I can tell, you know, a lot of my colleagues are wonderful, always try to do great things, but if we don't put into the prep, adequate preparation and check out everything, and very easy to, to have an unintended consequence just because too many things are uh, can affect the result. Yeah, and uh, Chairman Patty in the last two state affairs mm-hmm. uh, committee hearings has been on a fact-finding mission, yes. essentially bringing in folks to get updates on everything. Mm-hmm. And this Thursday will be the first mm-hmm. uh, committee hearing where they're oh, yeah, in, wading into yeah, the legislative uh, right. side he of things. That's right. told me yesterday when I talked to him. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, the uh, the solution bills are starting to make their way through the legislative mm-hmm. process, yes. those uh, public debates and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, uh, a lot of folks back home using the public comment portal that the house set up uh are you hearing from folks uh, interested yes, in that yes actually you know i i got a lot of input which i appreciate they care that's why they have the input and uh, our office had their weekly uh, email out uh, you know give, to summarize all the information so people can feed that, that mm-hmm. yeah so we also uh, listed the proposed uh, the bills to address those issues, uh, uh, as well as how you can, you know, be on top of uh, all the uh, all the issues. And uh, you know, th- th- this why this democracy system is so so precious and so important is uh, in this country. 
Where were born or where were, you know, become a citizens, you immediately you get to speak what's on your mind. Mm -hmm. Even you're just a, a green card holder, you can come here. Even I guess you're visiting, you get to speak uh, things on your mind. You have the freedom of, uh, of a speech. You have the freedom to do the things you truly, truly believe uh, uh, as long as you don't violate the, the law. You mm -hmm. know? So that's so wonderful. Yeah. That's a, that's a perfect uh, way for us to end and segue. Uh, before we get out of here, for those folks who maybe don't have your e-newsletter or, or want to keep up with everything happening with you here in the Capitol, what's the best way to do that? Where they get, can they find your website, social media, yes, all that stuff? Yes, uh, you know, I have a fa face, uh, Facebook, uh, I have my website, you know, and I have my just uh, Google. You're going to find out a bunch of, uh, you know, ways to contact me and uh, um, I really, really appreciate uh, everybody's input, and uh, I try to get back with them personally. But you know, sometimes uh, cannot. Just got too many things. But my my office is very, very responsive. And uh, before we conclude today's uh, exciting, cheerful interview, I do want to say that uh, this is the month of uh, uh, Women Heritage Month. Uh, gentlemen, and uh, please celebrate uh, this month with ladies. And uh, you know, I'm, I am very lucky. I always believed, uh, you know, they they say that un, uh, behind every success man, there there were there is a success woman, and the same thing behind every successful woman, there is a successful man behind. Okay, and I consider, I always joke about my husband is the smartest man on earth. And somebody say that's because uh, he he discovered you, and I joke about say no no no. I sincerely believe that uh, we work together to make uh, this world a better place. And uh, uh, once again, I appreciate JJ you inviting me, and uh, that this is, has been such a pleasant. Uh, uh, interview and we're gonna have to bring you back we're gonna have to bring you back uh so we can talk a little more spread some more sunshine across the internet as mm -hmm. best we can uh thank you so much for coming by i'll let you get out of here i know you got more meetings uh getting ready yes, for the rest you know, another meeting coming uh, yeah all this stuff and and the ladies don't think you are good at just behind the scene think about this girl with funny english can make it you can make it a two. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Ch Representative Button. Thank you so much. Hey, before we get out of here, uh, real quick reminder, make sure you hit that subscribe button if you're watching this on YouTube or listening on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, whatever they call it these days, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Uh, you're watching on YouTube or Facebook. Make sure you give us a follow. You can find the Texas House Republican Caucus on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TXGOP Caucus. Make sure you head over to our website, TexasHouseCaucus.com, for the latest on the Texas legislature, as well as our membership directory, news updates, uh, find the podcast, all kinds of stuff there. TexasHouseCaucus.com. We thank y'all for listening. As always, we'll be back next time. Let's talk Texas.